Good evening and welcome back to the County Life podcast with me, Martin Johnston, on this side of the desk. And me, Christopher Ridgway, on that side of the desk. This won't be interesting by the time it goes out, but we are recording on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Is that why you've got the bottle of red wine out? I managed to, because (laughs) you've, you've... You've took one for the team and you've gone and done gym after training tonight, so you're in the Valentine's doghouse now. So. <laughs> for a change. <laughs> <laughs> but I've managed to get home from London in time to have my tea. I don't think it counts as having a romantic meal together if she sends you a picture of your glass of wine being drunk and your tea going cold. <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you what, here's a question for you. On Valentine's Day 2019, Stockport County, 11 games undefeated in a row. Yeah. How much do you love Stockport County? Uh, well, if you uh, if you include the Cheshire Senior Cup uh, last night, 12? you can make it twelve. Uh, another win. Um, well, if it's twelve, it has to be the two Cheshire Senior Cups. Otherwise, it's ten, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 True. 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 Um, how much do I love Stockport County at the minute? Um, I was actually a little frustrated after the guys of the game um, in the heat of it um, because you you get so used to winning. You know, you think. Um, why have we not won that one? It's only Geisley. But, having had time to reflect and take a bit of stock, you think, actually, it was a decent game. It was a decent point. Um, you can't win them all. <laughs> you can't win every game. Do you know, it's not it's not uh, feasible. Everyone drops points, even Chorley uh, at the weekend. So, um, we go again. And um, I love County so much, I, I'm genuinely itching for them for just another game. I, it's obviously the first game at home in uh, four this weekend, so it's just really looking forward to getting back to home comforts, seeing Aisley Park, seeing the old faces, getting a cup of coffee before the game. The media lads are there, <coughs> hopefully, enjoying seeing County make a bit of a gap between them and Telford, who are, I think, just have one eye on the top three spots at the moment. Get getting that um, awful. It always t- it's the worst coffee in the world. It's coffee granules in a styrofoam cup. But always tastes fantastic at the match. <laughs> and before we listen to your interview with Jim, you've got a couple of in- other interviews tonight. Ash Palmer um, is the man uh, to uh, to face the questioning, if you like. Um, he uh, he very courteously just just to give people the full picture. You know, you're listening to us now, just to give people the full picture of uh, what both ourselves and the the players and the management go through to uh, to facilitate this interview on a Thursday evening. Ash Palmer was halfway through a sandwich after training. <laughs> Uh, when I caught him tonight I said to him no go on mate you finish it and he goes no no you go first so uh, I interviewed Ash Palmer with a sandwich and because it was a wrap and it comes in twos he had one in each hand so um, so, so, so that, there is your your full picture for us for this evening maybe that's going to be a, you know we can make that a regular feature that was my you know. Valentine's Day evening was watching Ash Palmer that's, eat a sandwich that's your Valentine's meal yeah so here is Chris's interview tonight with County manager Jim Gannon. Jim, it's Thursday evening. Back in the uh, back in the warm after training. Loads to pick over this week. Let's start as ever. Looking back at the last game, it was Geisley. It was the first game in a while we've not won. Positives and negatives to pick over. What was your thoughts? Um, well, last game was run cool, but um, yeah, yeah. But Excuse the last me. league game, yeah, no, it was it was always going to be a tough game. Um, it's very hard to know what was going to happen with guys. I always fear when we play a team that's perhaps had a a really negative result of 5-4 or um, we played Alfredton who lost 7-1 you're kind of facing a team that's going to do an awful lot of work to reshape yourself add players do a lot of work on the training ground and, and I think you could see a huge difference in Geisley in this game 
uh, they were well organised, they were really highly motivated and they're a tough side to score goals against and they're a tough side to keep out and I think both ourselves and Telford have seen that um, in the last couple of games so uh, really surprised where they are in the league based upon the quality of the squad they have and uh, um, and, and what I've seen on the two showings against us but um, it was a tough place, tough conditions uh, we looked maybe a little bit jaded in a few, few areas of the pitch um, and I think all that perhaps meant that we didn't do enough uh, to consolidate the performance and the opportunities to win the game so uh, we settled for a draw um, you know it may turn out to be a really good point it is the kind of game, like you say, especially if players are a little bit jaded after such a long winning run and against a big, tough physical side where the pitch is cutting up. The question was going to be, did you think your players were suffering from a bit of fatigue? Now you've seen what you've seen, do you think maybe carry on with the right team, with the, that that's your strongest eleven, or do you think maybe time for changes? Well, I'm not... Obviously, the, the team, we just got to see how they recover. Um... um and the beauty of this week was that we had a lot of time with the players. Um, we also had a midweek game on Wednesday where it, the other seven or eight professionals that were in the group all got an opportunity to say, well, this is where I'm at and is this enough to get into our side if uh, other people um, drop their standards? But I think we've got to look, you know, when you're choosing a team, you've got to, you can't judge somebody on a one bad game or one bad performance or a little bit of dip in form or a bit of a little dip in energy. You just sort of, you want to try and create that consistency. Um, you know, I think I've always in the past, I'm, I'm willing to change a winning team and I'm, um, and I'm willing to stick with a team that hasn't won. So it's just a question of what I feel is the right team to play against um, the next opposition. And I think uh, it was a tough game, tough conditions. Um, there was a couple of aspects that I felt we needed to really work hard on in training. And a couple of players would just need to lead, let come back to their energy. And if we got that, then we'll see an improved performance on Saturday. A couple of weeks back, you mentioned the, the comparison to the top of the Premier League, City chasing Liverpool and the, the points difference there. I've had a, a good look at the top four. Could I include Telford? Should they be able to get a result against County this weekend? How do you see the top of the National League North at the moment? Well, there's a lot of talk about the form Spurs are in. Um, can they win the Premier League? Can they... Um, win the Champions League um, and I think if you, if you keep winning games you've got every chance I mean I mean, we've on a, we've been on a great run of form but but it just puts into perspective um, how good a run of form Chorley had been on and how good a run of form Spennymore are on um, sometimes it's good to have the points in the bag than the games in hand especially when they start building up um, but uh, Spennymore uh, are not out of the hunt um, they win their two games in hand they're they're closer to Chorley than we are. We all got to play each other. Um, lots of exciting games coming up. Um, let's hope that the competition, the other competition we're in, are not a distraction to us or Telford or Brackley. But uh, but they, they've got to be taken into consideration in terms of the consistency. But when we reflect on the form that we've shown in the last two months, if we can kind of show that form in the next two months, then we've got every chance of being in around the top. So. But credit to Chorley, I said uh, a couple of weeks ago that they are the favourites for, for a number of reasons. Uh, they've been so consistent throughout the season. Um, they've uh, shown their quality to come back from a, a really disappointing performance against Southport to bounce back with a great win against Inform Brackley. So it just goes to show you that uh, you can't write anybody off. And um, it's going to go all the way, I think, to the end of the season. And it's going to be 
nail bite for a few people, but all we can, I've said consistently, take one game at a time, try to get the maximum out of it, try to take as much points, uh, as many goals as we can out of the game. And if we keep doing that, and you know, at the end of the season, we've taken everything we can out of every game, we'll, we'll, we'll be proud of the position we're in. And we just, whether that's one, two, three, four, wherever we are, um, but what we have to do is just focus on the next game. Um, and playing 12 was a really good opportunity for us to perhaps create a little bit of space between us and them. That then might mean to a lot of people it starts becoming a free horse race for the, for the championship. But again, I, I think there's a lot of football not twist that will put things in a different perspective as the weeks go by. We'll speak about the physical shape of the squad in just a moment ahead of that game against Telford. I spoke to Ash Palmer before. Got the got the feeling that the, the lads know what they're into now. The, the mentally, they are there. We can speak about our players a bit tired or this or that. But mentally, they know that take one game at a time. Telford are a tough team. Then Southport are a tough team. They know what they're involved in and what's required of them. Yeah, I think Ash is a good player to to, to talk about. This is a guy who's been in a, a team that's got promoted from this level, you know, and, and a non-fancy team in North Ferriby. Um, so I think. Um, We've got players who've got really good experience, good strength. Um, we've got a lot of players who are used to playing a full season. Um, obviously, when we start the season with people like Frank and Niall and Connors, um, there perhaps was a, a concern whether they've got the, the mental, physical experience to get through a 35, 40, 45 game season. So there's a real challenge for those guys to step up amongst but the rest of the guys have all played a lot of games and they can go from game to game with a, an experience of knowing how to get the best out of themselves from, from a Saturday to a Tuesday. And the likes of Ash Palmer, Paul Turner, Ben Hinchcliffe, um, they give the, the team that experience uh, spine on, and confidence and composure in, in these situations that I think is going to be crucial as we go forward. So on to the physical aspect then, Telford at the weekend, it's like you say, it's a, it's a tough test, but it's one that could see County pull away from them a little bit. Physically, how are the lads looking? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a strange week this week because it's been a already a four-day week uh, with us training Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and a lot of lads playing Wednesday night. Um, yeah, I think we've, we've, we've tried to manage the training this week to, to make sure that we keep the, the right physical qualities um, and also uh, repair the, the technical qualities that we need to correct. Um, so I think it's been a good week. It's obviously been interrupted by the Wednesday game, but Wednesday was really important. There was a lot of lads who needed minutes, who needed to taste football action. And um, and I think you could see their appetite for match game on Wednesday. It was brilliant the way it went about it. Um, credit to Ron Cornton, they beat Max for last round. I can see why. Very, very competitive. No quarter given, a real ding-dong of a cup tie. And the lads stood up to it and um, eventually showed that little bit of quality to win the game. But a great workout uh, for all those players because they all need the game. And uh, it's put them in you know, a, a good physical condition, a mental condition to be a part of the team going forward. So a really good week's work. Um, got a massive month ahead. I mean, look at the five, next five or six games. They're all really, really tough for different reasons. Um, delighted to be back at Edgy Park and I'm hoping that the crowd gives us that energy and the lads have a little bit of a spring and a step being back on the, the Edgy Park turf. 
You bring us nicely on to that next point. We have been away for a little while now. Is there any home comforts you can look to? We speak about the obviously the the Cheadle end and, and what the home fans bring, but is it nice for the players to get back and remind them that they are in this race for Edgeley Park? Yeah, I think um, it's just been a strange quirk of the fixtures that we had four home games, then we had five away games, and now we're facing four home games because of the FA Trophy games being the opposite of the league games. Um, but uh, you know, Telford, Southport, Maidstone, spending more. I mean, what a great set of fixtures to look forward to. But um, no, I think there's a there's a great atmosphere about Edgley Park. Um, we've been great form at home uh, recently, so we're looking forward to just being back on the pitch. Just sometimes travelling, um, changing rooms, uh, pitches. Um, you know, I mean, Roncorn Town in particular. You know, you've got to go to these places and just put your professional hat on and just get changed, get out there and go about your business no matter what um, the facilities and the pitch are. Um, so the lads have been on the road and I think they're really looking forward to being back in that energy park changing room and getting out on that turf and feeling the home crowd round them. But we're all really looking forward to the game Saturday. You mentioned Ron Corn on Wednesday, the Cheshire Senior Cup. You've won it here at Stockport County. It doesn't often get spoke about with the league and the FA Trophy and even the FA Cup earlier this season taking the headlines but it is an important trophy like you say you, get, you can see some more of your squad give some playing time what are your thoughts on the competition this season? Um, it's different than the year that we won it because when I first came in I used the competition to kind of galvanise the group into the way that I wanted to play it was a kind of a practice match in terms of what we wanted to shape up um, obviously we've, we've, we've had relative success on all fronts this year in terms of our league form, the FA Cup get to the second round, the FA Trophy now in the quarterfinals. Um, but I think um, the Chelsea Senior Cup has a number of different angles that I like. Uh, it gives players who haven't got minutes minutes. It gives us a chance to look at the, the progress and the growth of the young professionals. It gives us a chance to consolidate those links with the uh, the players, the ex-academy players who are playing non-league football elsewhere like at Stockport Town. So... Uh, and, and for the academy lads, um, I think we've now four or five young academy lads, current academy lads, who've all made a debut for the first team, because it is a first team fixture um, uh, by, by the um, Cheshire FA standard. Um, so it's been a great competition for a lot, lots of different reasons. Um, we're obviously facing a really good side in that, which we won it last year. Um, but I think that the, the players are involved. Uh, we haven't overstocked the, first, the team that plays in it with... Um, Lots of pros. We've just done enough, really, to make the game competitive and make it a real good competition. And I think that's shown the results at Warrington 2-1, 1-0, 1-0 against uh, Northwich and um, Runcorn. So a real a real good challenge for Lance. And I'm sure that those players who haven't or are not playing in the FA Trophy, not playing in the league, but really looking forward to that game in three or four weeks. Do you think it gives the younger lads, when they, when they look at the players around them, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the really younger lads who are coming through, does it give them an, an aspiration? They, they see you working with the first team, and you in particular, you've, you've played for this club, you know what it's like to, to be a player and a manager here. Do you think that inspires them to, to maybe let them see the first team shirt and maybe challenge for it one day? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, you know, what I, I think I heard one of our um, teachers talking today about um, you don't have to send your CV to our manager at this club because he sees you every day in training. So I, I work with our 17 and 18 year olds every day during the week um, you know and I manage the under 19s on, on a Wednesday afternoon so I get to see them uh, I get to see whether they what the qualities are what they're like as people um, how they take information from the training to matches how they respond to information during matches and um, 
you know, I'm, I'm been really pleased with that side of it. Um, I remember when, uh, working under Dario Grady, and Dario Grady used to work with the 14s and Neil Baker with the 15s, and then the youth manager worked with the 16s. So when they came into the club as scholars or apprenticeship, the, every one of the staff knew them inside out as people, um, and I think that's only going to be a good thing. Uh, as you move forward, plus all those key skills that the manager wanted and the assistant manager and the youth manager wanted were in, put into those players at 14 and 15 and 16. And I think it's a great model. And when I did my pro license, I wanted to emulate that here at Stockport. And I think we did that brilliantly uh, back in two, five, six, seven, eight seasons. Um, it's difficult to, to do that now in this environment, but I think that we've got a, a really good link between the academy, the first team. We're probably ahead of other clubs in terms of the, this model we have with Stockport Town. So it's a great environment. And the Cheshire Senior Cup creates that extra dimension. Our players are playing under-19 football, under-21s football at Stockport Town, Northwest Counties, and then they're getting in our first team uh, in this competition. So it's a great grounding in, in the game, which hopefully will serve them well as they go on to serve Stockport County, but, but to get them a foothold in the non-league game, and that's what we want to try and give our academy players. Just finally then, Jim, we, we revert back to the league this weekend and, the, and put the attention on that. When the, when the young lads, they see this in the Cheshire Senior Cup, they can take that experience into the first team. Do they come down and watch the lads? Will they be in the ground on Saturday and, and cheering on County against Telford? Yeah, well, I, well, I remember seeing quite a few of them at the Oval um, <laughs> and, and at Barnet. So, yeah, you know, I mean, we, we draw from the, the hinterland around the club and um, lots of naturally Stockport County fans or have a strong interest in the club. Um, I think a lot of them relate to the to the way the first team's playing and the way the 19s and under-18s are playing. And so they, they kind of want to see what it looks like on this stage. Um, but yeah, you're naturally drawn in. Um, you're, they're part of the club, uh, they're part of the fabric. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm always delighted to see them here. Um, we all we all have different backgrounds and different pressures. So... Um, no, they don't all come. You won't see a big block of them, but there's certainly a lot of them that are county fans, and uh, it's in their blood and in their family blood. So, um, but from from our perspective, is that um, they're only a, a small aspect of what's happened in the club. There's so many people that, around the club that I'm I'm proud to be associated with. The academy's one that helped the Hatters, the community project that we do. You know, we're we're, we're a lot more than just a first team and um, a first team club. Jim, it's a big game on Saturday. Wish you all the very best. Thanks so much. So Jim, there as level as ever. Oh, we've got a oh, we've a got wasp. a wasp. We have a wasp. Oh god! I'd better get rid of that because you're you're like a, you know you turned into a quivering wreck. Half an hour later, <laughs> we're back. The wasp has won. <laughs> it's, it's it's hiding somewhere in the room. You might hear it buzzing around in the light. So if you do, apologies for the quality of this podcast. But we're the just about the quality's never great between us, <laughs> is it? But. We were just about to say, um, another very level-headed interview with Jim, feet on the ground, as you would expect. Yeah, he was very keen to, um, to, to lavish praise, if you like, on, on the youth within the club. You know, he, he often speaks about building a club, not a team. It's not just the first team. But obviously, the, the, the main talking point is that first team. The Cheshire Senior Cup, it's great that we're progressing. It's great to hear the insights on what's going on. Um, you, you know, down the down the rungs of the ladder, if you like, within the club. But ultimately, the the, the first team is is what people show up to in, in the droves. And um, 
there's there's a lot of positives. I think he was speaking about the fact that Geisley were on the rebound, if you like. They they just had been, been in a thriller before that, before um, playing County. They, they were involved in that five four, so they had a bit of a point to prove. Uh, they you know they needed a the, the win for their own reason. So a draw maybe not the worst result. Um, spending more it. You know they do have a door open now to catch us, but Spenny Moore are going to drop points. Chorley are going to drop points. I thought it was interesting a few weeks ago we we referenced the the Premier League title race, the Chelsea Liverpool, uh, the City Liverpool thing. Um, you know they were seven points clear. They could have gone ten points clear. Then they went behind, but with a game in hand, and it was all this two in a throw. And now all of a sudden Spurs are in the mix as well. It kind of is a non-league version of that because at mm. the moment, Chorley, yeah, okay, they've got that six points. By the way, I'm just grateful, even though they, even though they won that game in hand, I'm just grateful that they now have it. They now have their game in hand played. So okay, it's an extra three points for us to gain, uh, for for us to catch up. So they, they are six points ahead of County now, but at least. That, that uncertainty is out the way. Yeah, and you don't want to be going late into the season with no. that, you know, with that being in their armoury. No, but G- what Jim, a game there though! <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a bizarre one. Yeah, yeah. A bizarre one. Charlie dropping points as well. But th- this is this is football, and you know, okay, if County, Charlie, Spennymore, and Telford all win all of their games in between now and the end of the season, then the league will look exactly like it does now. Of course, that can't happen because they all have to play each other. So. We can we can try and guess and we can try and pick apart what's going to happen. Ultimately, like Jim says, especially from a fan's perspective, let's kind of sit back and enjoy it as much as we can, <laughs> the nail-bite intention, um, and, and let the players and the management do the job. And hopefully, uh, come the end of the season, we'll be having a few, raising a few glasses to a, a promotion. Well, you, get, you gave a nod to the Premier League, and that's what both managers have said. That's what Klopp and um, Guardiola have both said, and some of the players, is that, this is the time to enjoy it. It's probably the worst time for you know as a fan, but they're, they're saying that what they're trying to do is just enjoy it. I have it on good authority. Pep Guardiola was saying this is just like the National League North race <laughs> uh, as well. But um, yeah, you do have to enjoy it. I mean, as fans, we you know we pay for that privilege. We have that privilege. Um, that you know the, the players and the management can only do as much as they can do, and uh, you know, we. I'm in a privileged position. I get to see the players at training a little bit more, and you know, um, which is great for me as a fan. But as a fan, it also lets me see the kind of work that's going on, uh, and and I am amazed by it. Jim Gannon sat me down tonight, and he was talking me through some of his notes and how he compiles various different formations and corner defence workings and everything that goes with that kind of passage of play, uh, and it was just mind blowing. So I feel very confident and very safe that we are in good hands. Chorley have had a, an amazing season. They've got an incredibly tough run in to come, and we've still got to play them. Um, so let's enjoy the bits we can enjoy, um, just knowing that behind the scenes uh, we are doing things properly. Yeah, what a game that's going to be. Um, so looking back on, on Geisley then, so are you saying the heat of it very frustrating? Was it a, would you call it a you know, hard fought draw in the end? Was it? <laughs> A fair result. How, how do you feel about it now, having reflected on it? Yeah. So on some on on some level, you kind of say, well, we did make problems for ourselves. Uh, in some ways, I think the pitch was a leveller because County have come up against big physical sides. We'll hear from Ash Palmer in in a minute. 
Uh, he was talking about, you know, he knows about Geisley's strengths. He knows that they're big, strong teams. But big, strong teams, you know, it's not a new thing for County. We've, we've been up against several big, strong teams um, this season already and, and in previous seasons. And the way County do it is to get the ball around and pass them to death. Uh, death by a, a thousand passes, if you like. But the pitch didn't allow for that to happen. The weather didn't allow for that to happen. You know, we've heard the gaffer speak about the keepers kicking and how it's improving and improving. But there were some kicks in that half from both keepers where the ball didn't hardly make it to the halfway line. The wind was that strong. So, um, you know, it was a bit of a leveller. Um, but like you say, Chorley dropped points. Um, all, all teams will do. And I think the players... Uh, acknowledged that it, it was a strong point and they get back onto it as we'll hear from Ash in a moment so yeah let's hear from Ash now this is Chris's interview with Ash Palmer well Ash thank you very much for joining us it is a bit nicer out here for a change after the last couple of weeks tough draw on the road at guys last week you know all about those guys just talk us through that game a little bit yeah I think it was a game of two hours really and the gaff spoke to me before the game and said if you win the toss go with the win first half it'll change but to be fair it seemed to get worse um, first half we dominated the game, had the chances, and then second half they came into the round. So I think looking back, we're happy with the point. And like I said, I know the players that are there and the quality they've got. So I think it's a tough place to go, and not many teams will pick up three points. So we've got to take the point. It was a tough test. The pitch was probably a bit of a leveler. The fact that they were a big, strong side as well. Did they present County with maybe a challenge that they'd not seen already this season? Oh well, although we, you know, we didn't get three points. We still got a point. We still showing that we can scrap in those kind of games. Yeah, I think. Well, you know yourself, every team has a different style of playing this league and the guys have obviously got their way of playing and it's different to what we're used to, but like I said we're still unbeaten, so take the positives from that. Ten games on the uh, ten winning games before that, still unbeaten, going into a tough game this weekend. What's the mood like around the camp? Uh, it's been alright. We've had a mixed week, obviously. We trained Tuesday, a few of the lads did, and then a few of the lads played Wednesday night as well, so it was good for the lads that needed a game to get a get 90 minutes under the belt and hopefully be in contention for Saturday. We go into the, I don't know if it's too too early to say the business end of the season, but you know we're, we're sort of seeing how the lay of the land is, if you like, in the league. Chorley are up there, we're up there, spending more, you've got to say, there and there as well. Telford, outside, but how do you see the top of the league shaping up? Yeah, obviously, like you said, Chorley in driving city at a minute, so obviously they're the ones to catch, but I think we've just got to keep doing what we're doing. Like I say, keep, keep the wins coming and then see where it takes us. It sounds cliche, is it just taking one game cliche, at a time, yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's, got, it's got to be though, you can't get carried away because the league can change like, every week. Someone loses, someone wins. Like I say, you've got to keep doing what we're doing. Just quickly, you got yourself into the team of the week this week. That must have been nice to see. Yeah, like I say, it's, obviously, it's not what I aim for when I cross white line on Saturday, but yeah, it's nice to get the accolade and recognition, but it'd have been better if we'd have got the three points. Sound even more cliche. <laughs> <laughs> Sound man, of course. Well, all the best for Saturday. We wish you all the best. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Ash Palmer, two sandwich Ash, as we as we, as we call him. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't, he didn't even offer me a bite. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as you say, you know, for us on this podcast, we we did have question marks about him. But so delighted that in this part of the season he's really proved his worth, really stepped up to the plate and has become one of those players who, you know, first name on the team sheet and everything that we needed him to be. Well, I think it says a lot, you know, the the, the amount of recognition that was poured on Jamie Stott and the amount of recognition that's given to Ben Hinchliffe, certainly by the county fans who, who talk about him. Now, if they had uh, a complete waddler like myself next to them for this you know we county would have shipped a lot more goals 
uh, and all of a sudden you'd, you'd start to find faults with Jamie Stott and Ben Hinchliffe. The fact that that didn't happen um, is testament to Ash Palmer and it means he's allowed a lot more credit and he's afforded a lot more credit and he deserves a lot more credit. So um, uh, tremendous respect to him. He's, he's stepped up to the plate, like you say, and now the players can look to him because, as Jim referenced earlier on in his interview, um, you know he's won promotion from this league with a club that wasn't really fancied. You know he went there and did it with North Ferriby. So now the players can look to him to you know to to be the leader of how to how to manage yourself in this promotion business end of the campaign. And just looking back, finally once more on on the Geisley game. Who was uh, the man? Who who did you love since it's Valentine's Day? Who did you love on Saturday? <laughs> I'm not sure uh, if any of the lads would appreciate me saying <laughs> uh, about that much. But in a platonic way, in a platonic, in a in a football admiration way, there was yeah. a, there was a few. You know, there there were some some bright sparks. You know, I did the commentary with John, and we were talking about who's going to grab the game by the scruff of the neck. Who's going to be the guy that that comes on and makes the difference. Uh, Sam Minihan, I thought, was doing that tremendously well. Uh, Adam Thomas, I thought, was everywhere, getting involved. He was uh, on the left-hand side, on the right-hand side, going down the middle, taking people on, winning balls, winning crosses. Uh, Sam Walker, again, OK, dragged a little bit out of position for the goal. But um, by and large, I think you know that was just a well-worked move by guys. They finished by a player who had a tremendous game. Um, I gave it to Adam Thomas on Saturday. Uh, I'm going to withdraw it from him. Um, just because he had the adulation, and I'm going to give it to Sam Minahan, who I think has really come on this season. Quietly, My favourite county player, as you know. Quietly gone about his business. Um, you know, rarely gets the plaudits that he probably deserves, um, but he he just answers so many questions for the gaffer as well. When you can see Jim move him around the pitch, we've seen him at left back, right back, even centre half when it's filling in at times. We've seen him go up the pitch and play that right wing role. Um, and that's because he's he's just so keen to play his football, get on and uh, and crack on and do a job for the team. And you could see him trying to grab the game on Saturday and make something happen. Uh, even fired off a couple of shots, which isn't really like him. So uh, credit to Sam, he was the man for me. Excellent. So we're looking forward to Telford is uh, Saturday. Uh, tricky Telford, as uh, probably you know worth calling them, or you know never a certainty there. Who's Who's going to be you want to watch, and how do you see the game go? Yeah, tough, tough game, um, Telford. Listen, You're upgrade, to, upgrading tricky to tough. To, <laughs> the tricky tough Telford team are, um, you know, they, they are one to watch in themselves because they they've had a very good season with a couple of blips, and that's why they're not higher up the league. If that makes sense, uh, rather than um, being kind of patchwork like a lot of teams who find themselves like Southport, if you like, in that mid-table rank who some weeks can be very good and some weeks can not show up at all. Telford, on the whole, have been very good. They just hit a couple of sticky patches. Um, so, it, you know, how how do you address something like that? How do you um, how do you prepare for it? And I think you, you look at your ones to watch, so to speak. Now, for me, Matty Warbson's going to be the one to watch this week because he won the Player of the Month rightly so I think for all those goals in the first four games but since then I think he's not struggled that would be the wrong term but teams have, teams know to watch out for him now so they double up on him or they try and push him out of the game and they make life very very hard for him and I think he'll know that now he wants to get back amongst the goals I think he'll, I think he'll have seen Geisley at the weekend as a source of frustration um, and I think he'll want to step up and, and make a bit of a difference and show it's the first home game in a while I think he'll want to just remind the fans that he's the star man, he's the one to watch, 
Um, so I hope he goes out and I hope he proves it. We all know he's got it in his locker, so let's see him do it this weekend. Chris, you better get, bet, get home away from the Wasp, and well, while you've still got half a chance of getting your tea. We've got a cheetah leg end to do first. Oh, we've got a che- we have got a cheetah leg You end. nearly forgot our right. feature, did, didn't you? I did nearly forget. <laughs> it's, t- it's time for this. Yeah, the cheetah leg end. The Cheetle Completely original. <laughs> so last week we should say the answer was Warren Feeney. Yep. Um, congratulations so to congratulations, congratulations to everybody who got that. There was a few of them as well, to be fair. This week um, I'm going to go uh, a little bit earlier in time for Stockport County. This player was at Stockport County for reference between 1994 and 1997. And we're going to start in 1991, where this young man made his debut for Southampton, playing five games, scoring no goals. In 93, he went on loan to Hull City, where he played seven games and scored one goal. He came to Stockport County in 1994, played 44 games and scored five goals. In 95, he had a loan spell at Lincoln, where he played four and scored no, no goals. 97... He left County and moved to Swansea City where he played 176 times, scoring 10 goals. He went out on loan to Oxford United in 2001, playing 8 times, scoring no goals. He then moved permanently in 2002 to Oxford United where he played 92 games and scored twice. He then moved to Weymouth, playing 81 games, scoring 16 times. Moved to Eastleigh. 2006, scoring uh, scoring four goals in 33 appearances, wound up at Weymouth in 2009. He played three games and scored no goals. 453 appearances in total, 38 goals to his name. Who was the player I'm talking about? Who's the cheetah leg end for this week? Get involved on Twitter, get involved on Facebook, or even in the comments under on SoundCloud where the where this podcast lives. Essentially, now you can go home. And see if there's any of your tea left if it's not in the dog. And avoid the wasp on your way out. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to join Chris and John Kieran for live match commentary on Imagine 104.9 on Saturday for Stockport County against Telford United. You can hear my full interview with the wasp. (laughs) 